Welcome to the Movie Bench Quarterbacking Podcast. This podcast features geeks brought together by fate to discuss movies and all things geek culture. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome back to our latest discussion. So tonight we have um, myself, uh, Jay. We have Wayne the Q. <laughs> and we have Captain Keith. All right, how y'all doing, fellas? Man, it's good. Just trying to stay safe out here. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, so um, normally we do kind of like, kind of like, we do discussions all the time. And sometimes we do like a um, reviews mix in there as well. But um, tonight we're going to do mainly just a kind of discussion. So it's going to be quote unquote spoilers or whatnot. So we're just going to be talking and discussing. And um, when you mentioned it before, um, another time when we were doing a review, you mentioned Men in Black. So um, since you seem really lit up when you mentioned it, I think it'd be a cool discussion for us to kind of um, do together on here. I think it'll be. Uh, I don't know what to expect, but let's let's uh, let's uh, dig into that uh, men in black uh, discussion. So uh, you okay. Um, quick synopsis about the film. Super brief. Uh, Will Smith, you know, hotshot young NYPD officer, um, kind of gets picked, kind of gets on the radar radar of the men in black. Um, they kind of want him. And the Men in Black is a secret organization that kind of governs alien activity on the planet Earth. Um, and that's it. And it's kind of about recruiting Will Smith, saving the world, but also uh, Tommy Lee Jones using Will Smith as a replacement for him. Um, and that was kind of the movie in a nutshell. Of course, there's certain little nuances and key details that I left out of, right? But um, I forget what we were actually talking about that made me reference to Men in Black uh, and the film Men in Black, but I think it had to be something along the lines of certain things that are within movies that are just kind of shrouded in like this allegory piece. Um, that we don't necessarily, you know, just pick up on. And you would have to be kind of attuned to these subtle details that will make you like ping and light bulb. Like, wait a minute, there's something about that. Something about why he said it like that. Or there's this this kind of um, kind of piece that that there's this there's this kind of realism embedded in the scene or in the movie or in the concept of the movie right everybody thinks oh this is just entertaining and you don't necessarily pick up on it but if you're if you're like you know kind of cognizant to those things then you'll see it and men in black whatever we were talking about that thing and, and i know i referenced it and the thing about men in black that is that that you have to like pay attention to it goes beyond the realm of just an entertaining movie with Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones and about aliens, right? Um, one of my favorite scenes in the movie, and it's not like a super joke action scene with stuff is, you know, explosions. No, it's a scene where Tommy Lee Jones, he sits with Will Smith. This is this is like the day before Will Smith like actually joins the Men in Black. Well, he, he kind of gave Will Smith this, you know, indoctrination into what it is that they do. Um, 
kind of gave him like the forefront and how things look and stuff. He's still a, a civilian. He's just, you know, this is what it is. Uh, and he sits with Will Smith and he tells him, Will Smith asked him like, you know, is this, is this, is this how everything is? And he's like, you know, again, any given time, um, at any given time, you know, you can have so many aliens here, you know, uh, and you wouldn't know about it. And Will Smith says, people are smart I mean they figure it out um and Tommy Lee Jones says a person is smart but people are dumb panicky and you know it um and that that again you know when 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 you bring that out of just a film and you actually apply that to like you know modern day society or just just a, a, just our reality as it is right you know, again, a person is smart. You can tell a person something rationally and they'll understand it and they'll be able to process it and kind of get what you're saying. But then when you bring in the group aspect of it, because it's so, it's such a diaspora of different, you know, personalities and perspectives and opinions and their cognitive abilities to process things and the cognitive dissonance that comes with, you know, your experience or, what it is that you had your 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 background and how you grew up and so your reality is different because of your bring all these different things that affects the group the group think right uh notion and so a person could be smart but people are dumb and then he referenced um you know like 1500 years ago everybody knew that the earth was the center of the universe right and then you know uh, a thousand years ago, like something else happened in 500, you know, the, oh, that's what it was. Uh, 500 years ago, everybody knew that the earth was flat, you know, and then it was like 15 minutes ago, you knew that we were alone on this planet. Right, that was so powerful. Imagine what you'll know <laughs> tomorrow. Right. You right. know, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like right. it hits you when you're thinking about it. Right. It's like, wow, you know, what all do we not know when it comes to how reality is? What are we not seeing? What are we not being told? What are we not looking into? What are we being distracted by um, as a group? And because the group in large numbers, whether it be a country of people, a nation, whether it be uh, several, you know, ethnicity groups, whatever it is, whatever the, whatever the large body of people is, because it's a group, you automatically disregard whatever it is because it's typically a group, but you don't want to necessarily be that unique person that thinks, you know, differently. Right. So like, for example, you know, you have some people who are all out. Yeah, I'm a flat earther. And then you have certain people who aren't necessarily out with it, like myself. I can be a flat earther, but everybody doesn't know that. Because all of a sudden, now that I've acknowledged that I'm a flat earther, everybody who would potentially watch this video has already discredited me as a conspiracy theorist. And oh my God, you can't be serious. But when you actually start breaking down some of the, the, the actual pieces to what it is of something being a flat earth or pieces of why the the very fabric of you know religion is is has its own faults, another conversation, um, the group will think you're crazy. Something's wrong with you. Right. But the individual might think, man, this guy's really making sense, huh? You know, and so that's that's what sparked whatever it was we were talking about and whatever movie we were talking about. I, I think it, it might have been The Hunt. 
Um, and certain some, something happened in the hunt that was just too real that made you think like wait a minute this could be real but everybody else won't see it that way because this is just a movie or the the concept of what is happening is so far-fetched that right. you just couldn't possibly fathom it right and yeah. so um yes yeah, that's you know so anyway sorry the movie was great though um, well no, I, I agree. I dig the movie, and like I said, this is more of a discussion of the of the the concept. I think of Men in Black more so than even the movie. But but I, I do agree with what you're saying as far as um, the groupthink aspect of things and how even with like technology, we're spoon fed things. Like they, they'll reverse engineer something and give you a bad quality of something, even though they might have the whole thing that's already together. They'll break it down to this and give you a piece every year and call it an update when in fact they always had the larger piece so things like technology is spoon fed to us from your camera that you think is brand new and computer you think is brand new when they already got the 20 versions ahead of it already done and came up with to like i was telling you before about choosing colors for decor in your home chosen years in advance and then every year they spoon it out to you, all ready to go. That's how things are already ready to go because they've already been created and just waiting down the line to be uh, dispersed. So if they're doing that for something as simple as a camera or decor for the colors that goes into your home in the future, then, you know, other things might be, this, be the same way, you know, for bigger things. But, uh, but, but yeah, so it's, it's funny how I think a lot of truths are, are, are hidden in plain sight. Um, one, to kind of discredit the, the truth in a way. Because mm-hmm. um, it's kind of off topic a little bit, but I, I, I don't know if you guys seen the movie um, Long Kiss Goodnight with uh, Gina Davis. It was uh, in Samuel Jackson. It was directed by Rennie Harlan. Now I haven't seen that one. It's a good movie. Well, it's not really messing it up, but I, but, but, there, there's, there's a, um, there's an, a, 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 a it's, it's not, it isn't spoiling anything really, but it's an old movie anyway. But it's a, it's a fake attack that the government does to get funding for, for the government. And I always thought it was kind of interesting because it, it, it really resembled things that we've had happen um, in our lifetime where certain things will happen and then all of a sudden it's to scare people to get things funded or or to put in rules or new things that they want to implement so i I think it's very interesting how how things like that work and like you say it's entertainment for some but you see how it connects to other things and how adjacent it really is to real life you know get rid of some of the special effects and 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 the the fake 2049 you know subheader that says what year it is and that stuff be give you something to it so mm-hmm. you know just like get out was far-fetched but not right. far-fetched right you know what i mean so right. it's always one step off you know it's always one step off just enough to make you off kilter but it's still lined up it's just but it's mm-hmm. just one thing a little too far but 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 it's um it's still true right so it's just a and- little askewed so you won't give it the acknowledgement that that you know that you truly should. And that group aspect, like when you go, when you you know think about that, like and Keith, you can weigh in on this. You know, when you when you when everybody would see a movie like Get Out, a movie like 
you know, Men in Black, which is two separate films, you know, but still in the sci-fi horror genres. Um, when you see these films as a group, everybody goes to see it and like, man, that was just a great movie. Right. You know, we all in a group, everybody's 30 people in a room, we all in a group, you know, chatting about, oh, what we liked about the film specifically. But think about when you get into a smaller group than that 30. Right. Then all of a sudden, the actual death comes out. Well, man, could you believe that? You know, in the Get Out, how he referenced killing bucks, mm-hmm. you know, killing those deer, like they all need to be put down. Oh, wait, no, I voted for Obama. You know, all these different things. Right. You get into a smaller group, a more intimate setting, but then the person is smart. Right. People right. are dumb, you know what I mean, as right. a group. And so I think- um, Because there's less, there, there's less ratio of, brain to body <laughs> right it is yeah and everybody's trying to even, the, even the brain is swimming in there and there's a big old body around it, it is, the yeah. body just kind of does its own thing and the brain is in there swirling around lost mm-hmm. well, you know the sheep mentality is always greater in a group than it is with one person mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah you know and, if it's one person you know they're gonna usually be an outlier a black sheep you know, someone, you know, an Omega, you know, one, you know, original, you know, off. So, yeah, I mean, cheap mentality is real. A few things I wanted to say. So, Men in Black was based off of a comic book, right? Yeah. Okay. So I, never the, I never read the comic book. So I'm kind of curious about that. And then they made an animated movie, I mean, an animated cartoon uh, series, too, for a minute. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that you that you referenced Men in Black because that still goes back to the whole Roswell thing and the stuff that never happened or did happen with the alien autopsy, Roswell, New Mexico, all that stuff. It's you know it's interesting because because the three of us are from a certain culture. I, you know I, I feel I feel and I believe that we're naturally suspicious of. Of uh, the powers to be, and when I say that, I don't mean that in a very paranoid way. It's just that, you know, when, when people would say to me in passing, even even years ago, I would talk about something that maybe I thought the government was doing, and they're like, "Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist," and I would say, "Well, me being here was a conspiracy. The reason why I'm here was from a conspiracy. You do understand that, right?" <laughs> so, and then when I say that to someone. You know who's not from the culture they'll look at me like oh yeah i guess you're right i'm like yeah you never really thought about that did you so if i know that my very existence in this country came from a conspiracy against my forefathers and foremothers why wouldn't i still be very sensitive and aware of that type of existence still within this country right so and when we entertainment is a great vehicle it's a great tool like you said to to, to to put the truth up there, but you don't have you don't but you don't always see that it's the truth. <clears throat> Even when you watch like the Da Vinci Code, that's a fictitious, oh, yeah. that's a fictitious book, but it's rooted in truth. <clears throat> the Council of Nicaea, that should happen. Constantine, the Emperor of Rome, got together with a whole bunch of people, and they t- took a vote. I want to take out of the Bible, and they also took a vote to turn Jesus from black to white. That happened. 
So when you watch the Da Vinci Code and you see in this fictional story, but there's truth, layers of truth within that story, it makes it even more riveting. It makes it even more interesting. So they, you know, and that may have been, I think after Men in Black, I can't remember when that movie came out, but all those yeah, things- Yeah, that was after that. Yeah. yeah, but all those things are connected because, you know, I often toy with the idea of uh, writing a sci-fi story about aliens knowing about us and just ignoring us because they don't like us. <laughs> like, yeah, you guys aren't ready. Yeah, we know all about you. <laughs> I'm still toying with that idea of writing that type of story. Like, oh, we know about you. You guys grossly over-exaggerate us. We don't do anal probes. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> well, you know what? That's kind of like with Star Trek with the Romulans, and they were trying to wait to see if... Was it the Romulans, or was it the, what you call it, the uh, Vulcans, where they was waiting before... It's the first contact, first contact movie for Star for Star Trek, where they were kind of like we wasn't know we didn't know if you were ready to deal with us yet. Yeah, it was so a we didn't want to make so we didn't want to make contact. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that could be yeah, a kind of thing. It just seems like with certain cultures, you talk about conspiracies right. and people withholding things. People, you know, there's a sheet mentality. Well, no, the government wouldn't do that, or. This business, this business wouldn't do that, or you know, this company wouldn't overprice my drug. Okay, well, okay, you keep living in that in that world. That's a different world for me. <laughs> now, that, that reminds me of a quote that uh, from this TV series, and I know you like it, um, Keith uh, Banshee. And the dude was a hacker. This dude was a hacker, right? And he was always paranoid. And I will never forget. Now I'm gonna mess up this quote, but it was so funny because. Because all this time he was being extra paranoid. The guy was looking at him like, you crazy, man. You you over, nobody's watching. They don't know what's going on and all this other kind of stuff. And he said, yeah, paranoia is paranoia until you find out it's the truth. <laughs> That's true. You know That's what I mean? True. It's paranoia until until it's not anymore. Until until yeah. you find out the truth. Then then yeah, your paranoia wasn't paranoia. It was the truth. Right. It's yeah. a fine line. Yeah. So I, I, I think of the world like that. Like, it, it, yeah, uh, it's not paranoia necessarily. It's just you just haven't the truth get, get up to you yet, and that's all that is. But I would uh, encourage every human being to have a little bit of paranoia, just a little bit, a little bit of paranoia and fear is healthy for everyone. Well, for us and folks like us, I don't think that's an option. We were kind of we we can't we we have that. Yeah, that, that that's that that's the alarm <laughs> and the spidey sense that we can't never turn yeah. off unfortunately that's why we're you know hypertension and stress and all the yeah. rest of this stuff is because you know when are we ever really calm when, when are we ever you know not alert when are we never because even when we are it's not really that's why when you take a vacation it takes you two weeks before you can even calm down and then it's time to go back to work or it's time to get back to wherever you're going to get back to yeah. so you know it's, yeah. it's, it's interesting but uh but you're gonna have me go back and watch *Men in Black* again, because I really, because I mean, I was very entertained. Um, I, I I wasn't digging beyond the surface the way I should have been. I mean, well, but that that was the whole intention of the film, like you know, the, the well, the whole intention of the story is that you don't necessarily dig too deep into it because it's it's not real. You know, um, I think another part in that film, <laughs> and this was so funny because Tommy Lee Jones did it effortlessly, of course, because that's his character. Uh, something that happened, a bunch of people had saw it 
And so he directs a group of large, a group, a large group of folks to come. And he says, you know, uh, everyone, you know, if you can pay attention right here, nothing really happened. The the sunlight reflected off a swamp in <laughs> Venus that made, and you know, and all these oh, people yeah. listening, like, you know. So then it was it, it it pointed out how silly it was when Will Smith tried to do the same thing, who was not as you know nest, right? He's like, yeah. Um, you know, some light had reflected off of Venus into the swamp, and then and you you listening like, wait a minute, is he serious right now? But people are believing this, and so when, when again, this this is literally how the powers that be. This is literally how everybody keeps us veiled because they're given a they're given a large majority of people this story, and most people are believing it. Like you know, it's just like yeah, I'm gonna just go along and get along, whatever. You know what I mean? And then you when you when you finally get home and you start thinking like wait a minute something was wrong with that like the news <laughs> you know what i'm saying like there are these pieces you know and, and and everything you know men in black is is just one little piece of the of the larger pie right when that's just the sci-fi aspect of it you know you don't necessarily really want to get into the racial aspect of these movies like when we went to see king kong or kong skull island um me and Jasmine, we got home, and I'm 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 thinking like, oh, this is just you know, I wasn't even looking into it like really. I was like, oh, this is just a movie, like yeah, that was just a dope action movie, like. And she was like, you know, um, did you notice like all like the the racial like pieces in that movie? And I was like, well, I'm thinking, I'm like, well, I mean, you know, the movie was just so dope, like you know. And she's like, did you notice how King Kong was in chains? And he's doing the most to save this white woman. King Kong, and, well, not just King Kong, but you know, we've already been compared to monkeys and gorillas and apes already. And so you got this King Kong character, this big scary, you know, in a sense, black man who's angry and breaking shit. Then he has to break out of these chains, so he has shackles on him. And then he's doing all this to save this white woman. And she's saying all this, and I'm like, dang, that's right, huh? Like in my mind, I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to focus, not focus, trying to focus, but I'm still trying to think. This is, it was a dope action movie, but I didn't look into the deeper part, right? Because yeah. I was just so caught up with how good the action movie was, you know what I mean? And so if you if you take a step back and actually focus into just some of these films, and again, it's really harder to do in large groups because you focus on the fact that it was really just a film when you know you start to look at how smart a person is and how smart another person is and they can come together and actually you know you know be able to kind of um, process some of these elements that are hidden behind right? right veiled that you couldn't really see veiled in all the you know shrouded and veiled in all the allegory and, and all the, the the special effects and, and all what you see on the screen and not necessarily take a message back so there, there are a lot of pieces to, to circumvent back to where we were a lot of pieces in that men in black element um that make you do that the other part to men in black too that you know the ending um tie well tied into the other piece where where there was that that you know the universe is here right and they were like no the universe can't be here it's 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 you know a multitude of stars and galaxies and all this kind of stuff and they're like no the universe is here the guy said universe is here on Orion's belt and nobody could really comprehend that the universe is really here 
and they're saying all these things, but you're not really piecing it. Like, like, yeah, no, the universe can't be on this little cat's necklace. Like, that's that's preposterous. Like, how can that be? But you think, no, it can be. The universe is here. The universe is in here. If you believe that, um, and then at the end where you find out that an alien is the universe, we're so small that the universe, that the aliens are playing marbles, marbles. in our universes. But is it that we're really that small? Or is it just that our imaginations are just that small to really, or, or is it that our consciousness is that small to really think like, all this could just be like imaginative, like all this could just be guided just just storytelling like you know what i'm saying or it couldn't be like or we oh we really are just these little things you know what i'm saying but it's the movie just the movie just puts it out there that you know you <laughs> in an entertaining way that there are other forces that can be at play if you believe them or not was that part two or part one that was all part one yeah, I'm gonna have to do a, a minute black marathon and watch it again now. <laughs> yeah, because well, I, I forgot about the, the universe being on the necklace. Mm -hmm. well, but what you were saying earlier too, Wayne, about the um, about the, the about Will Smith and then Tommy Lee Jones kind of giving the same spiel, and Will Smith didn't sound as good. And it's almost kind of how it is today with things where it's all about the um, the person presenting. Mm. Tommy Lee Jones was used to lying. So as crazy as it was, he said it with a straight face. Therefore, people, you know, it was sounding crazy, but the delivery was so like he believed what he was saying, or he was a good enough liar where he said it and it was fine, versus Will Smith stumbling over the same nonsense. And that goes to show you what delivery does too, how things are presented. If somebody looks a certain way when they're presenting it, wearing the right jacket or tie when they're presenting it, mm -hmm. it could be this, it could be nonsense regardless, or it could be truth. Delivery truth, could come from a, truth could come from a bum, but if the presentation isn't right or, or curated, then it's not taken the same way. Mm -hmm. So, so lava is that too. So, um, we gotta kind of pay attention to what's being said more so than the delivery system. this episode so please join us next time for our next installment of movie bench quarterbacking peace <laughs>